Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts. This is Season 5, Episode 116 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, looking in the week of June the 12th to June the 18th in Luke 22 and John chapter 18. And today uh, we're going to have a look at, um, continue looking at Luke 22 in particular, verses 39 to 46, looking at the experience of the Saviour when he went into the Garden of Gethsemane uh, and began the atonement. And we spoke yesterday about his willingness and humility in accepting this cup uh, that had to be taken and how there was no other way. Um, we talked about the um, just the willingness that he had, even though he knew the difficulty that it would bring and how difficult it would be. Uh, to perform this. And in fact, we know in verse 43 of Luke 22, and there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. So I like this image, and I think it's a beautiful one, that the Son of God, the Saviour of mankind, the best of of all of us ever, with this great um, sacrificial act, was sent support. Um, And so in order to understand why that's so important, I think, well, obviously it just shows the magnitude of what he was facing um, but also, I, I like the idea that it shows us that the Saviour knows how it feels to need and accept support and help and empathy from others. Um, remember, he has had to have gone through all things and gone below all things in order to be able to um, um, succor us or to be able to know how we feel. Elder uh, Robert E. Hale said this, quote, in this most crucial moment for him and for all of us, he was not talking to himself or relying on his own strength. He was calling upon his Father, God omnipotent, to sustain him and allow him to do his Father's will. And his Father sent an angel from heaven. I so love the love that the Father has for his Son and for all of us. Close quote. I wonder how many times in our lives, how many times we've gone through intense difficulties or temptations or trials, where the Father has sent an angel down to us, without us possibly knowing, um, to support, strengthen and protect. Remember, we've discussed before about how family history and doing temple work um, invites those who are beyond the veil, uh, who are related to us, to support, strengthen and protect us along our mortal journey. And I just think it's um, it's a fascinating insight or, or um, possibility to kind of reflect on that and how um, that... Um, can help sustain us through difficult things. And then as the Saviour goes through this ordeal, we then read in verse 44, And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood falling to the ground. Um, So this kind of gives us the idea of the magnitude of the suffering that the Saviour went through. That again, this is perfect in the way that he acted, uh, this perfect man who had never had to suffer the the pain of guilt or the pain of um, sorrow caused by his own choices, um, underwent this for the whole of the human race and um, all of God's children. I think that that is such a huge thing to try and comprehend that we just can't. (laughs) We literally cannot comprehend it. Um, And the pressure that it caused on him caused this blood to pour from his pause, 
Um, President Russell M. Nelson said this, quote, The ordeal of the atonement centred about the city of Jerusalem. There the greatest single act of love of all recorded history took place. Leaving the upper room, Jesus and his friends crossed the deep ravine east of the city and came to a garden of olive trees on the lower slopes of the Mount of Olives. There in the garden, bearing the Hebrew name of Gethsemane, meaning oil press. Olives have been beaten and pressed to provide oil and food. There at Gethsemane, the Lord suffered the pain of all men that all might repent and come unto him. He took upon himself the weight of the sins of all mankind, bearing its massive load that caused him to bleed from every pore. Close quote. I mean, this is um, just highlighted so beautifully in the Luke account. And don't forget, Luke um, is an individual that tries to share kind of the more human side of the Savior, the way that he interacts with those who are uh, less um, n- noticed by the, the Jewish population, um, rather than kind of focusing on the divinity or the uh, prophecies of the Saviour. And this is why we have, I suppose, this element to the, the Gethsemane account uh, about his humility, about his need to be supported and the suffer- the, the, the magnitude of the suffering, I guess. Um, but what we need to remember is that that is not the only account. So let's just jump across to Matthew 26, uh, 36 to 46. And he, he um, goes further. And he, and interestingly, in the Matthew account, he still says uh, the, um, the phrase, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. So that is consistent across the two um, accounts. About this, Elder Quentin L. Cook said, quote, I testify that the atonement of Jesus Christ covers all of the trials and hardships that any of us will encounter in this life. At times when we may feel to say, hope you know I had a hard time, we can be assured that he is there and we are safe in his loving arms, close quote. The Saviour truly did go through everything so that he could help us through anything. Um, and that is, you know, there is no substitute for living that same experience as someone else. Um, yeah, I think that's why uh, in the trials and difficulties we've had as a family, the most support and, and, and comfort we've received is when we've talked to those who have gone through things that we've perhaps gone through before and suffered through those same things um, because they have been through that. They've experienced it and they can give the exact details and the exact experience, uh, emotions that were felt, that they felt. Now, of course, it doesn't mean that we're going to feel the same emotions, but in terms of what actually happens in our lives, we can support and strengthen others for those moments. Uh, I think that's such a valuable thing um, to, to have there. Um, in the Matthew account, Peter, Matthew, the Saviour then goes back to uh, the disciples who've fallen asleep and asks them to watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. And then he goes the second time and prays again. And then the same again for a third time. Uh, so there is this idea of him coming back to the disciples, but they have fallen asleep um, and he is truly alone. And I think obviously that was obviously another aspect of the atonement that he had to go through as well, uh, was the idea that he was alone. Um, so I think that that is uh, just another interesting part of this. We'll uh, continue with our study of the atonement tomorrow, looking at another a couple, another one of the accounts and uh, perhaps look at a few other scriptures as well, just to deepen our learning of the atonement. But it's 
It is such an important part of our faith. Um, and of course, this continues right through to his uh, crucifixion now, uh, this study of the atonement in general. But, you know, the, what happened in the garden is an important part as well to look at. Thank you so much for listening uh, today. Please do follow the podcast and share it. And until we meet again.